I call this video direct and indirect manifestation, but I'll warn you up front, there is much more packed into this video than the title reveals, so brace yourselves. I didn't mean for it to get out of hand. The content just sort of spread out as I went along, and when it was all said and done, I didn't know what to call it anymore, <laughs> so I just went with the original title. But be prepared, because there's much more here than the title expresses. Now, even with recalling what we have recalled about manifestation, it can still be hard to believe that we have created all of this. But we did, and in fact, it was easy for us. So easy that we could do it in our sleep, and we do, both metaphorically and literally. We do it nearly every night in our dreams, where we are not only our dream self, but we are also the dream ground we walk on, the dream buildings we pass, the dream ice cream we eat, and the dream boogeyman that may be chasing us. We create every last little bit of our dreams, don't we? And even so, we really don't consciously consider that we do, or how incredible it is that we do. But we do it, and we do it all in our sleep. And since each and every one of us have created these dream worlds while we sleep, why do we find it so incredible to believe that we are doing a very similar thing when we're awake? Because we create, that's what we do, consciously and unconsciously, directly and indirectly. It's not hard to identify what we manifest consciously and intentionally. These are things like the promotion at work, or winning the race, or buying that car. These are specific things we decided that we wanted in our lives, and we instinctively set out to try and get them. And we know we're trying to get them, so we aren't surprised if they show up. But what about the things that appear in our lives that we aren't consciously aware that we are manifesting? things that we are manifesting indirectly because these are sometimes harder to see and therefore harder to believe that we could be doing it but you are you may look around and wonder did i manifest this tree into my world and these blades of grass and this chair and this shopping mall and what about that wad of chewing gum waiting to get stuck on your shoe you may not consciously recall asking for these things because they are part of an indirect manifestation. They are the fulfillment of your open-ended request or belief. And that's how they gain admission to your world. These little things might be described as part of a package or part of a default setting of experiences that you call forward with no specific outcome in mind. They may be part of something as large as your belief in what you consider to be your world, which might utilize the trees and the grass and the chairs and the shopping malls to fulfill your belief. Or they could be as tiny as the open-ended but hidden fear that you might spoil your new shoe somehow, and as a result, you accidentally step in that gum. Now, if you try to look at each of these things independently, you couldn't see where you created them. But if you look at the whole picture, you can see where they are part of a package, part of fulfilling your open-ended, unconscious.
conscious belief or expectation. Do you see? So in a similar manner, we may look at our world and insist we did not ask to lose our job of four years. But if you look at the whole package, you can see you did just that. Every day, as you went into work, hating what you did and wishing you had an excuse not to show up there anymore. Your unconscious, open-ended desire put that into action, and this is how your request was answered. By losing your job, you fulfilled your desire to not have to go back to a place you didn't want to be at anymore. Do you see? And this is how things can manifest indirectly. And no, we didn't specifically ask for them. So they can be harder to see. It can be harder to understand how they appear in our world. And because of this, they can accidentally make us think that we didn't call everything forward. But we do. And I hope this explanation can help you begin to see how even though you didn't specifically ask for this or that, you did indeed call it forward indirectly. Here's another good example. <laughs> and by the way, you may want to get your torches ready. You may insist that you did not ask for high blood pressure to develop, but you did just that when you accepted a belief. What belief? The one that your family genetics and eating habits create your reality, your health. So, this is what you manifest, overlooking the truth that it's your belief, your acceptance in these things that actually wields this power of manifesting. That's right, you heard me, so go ahead, light your torches if you must, but it's true. The high blood pressure didn't come from your genetics or stress or poor eating or lack of exercise. These are also manifested byproducts of your belief. The high blood pressure came from your acceptance that these things are a reality in your world. Your belief granted them this power and thy will be done. And so they did. And these things may indeed be in your life, the stress and the poor eating habits and the poor exercise habits, but they are the means that you are using to manifest this belief for you. They are not the cause of it. Your belief is what caused it to be manifested. And it was you who gave them the power to do so. I realize that this is going against what most of us have learned to call reality. But even if you find it disturbing, I hope you will also find that a part of it rings true within you. Please join me in part two of direct and indirect manifestation.